Hello, Screeders. What do they say? There are only two things that are inevitable. Death and taxes. Well, we just finished up a year. We just finished up a decade. So, taxes are coming. As far as death is, it's been looming its macabre, ominous head over the Hobbs and Friends household. One of our cats, Callie, was very despondent, wouldn't eat. Ah, shoot. That reminds me, I didn't give her her bath of geranium. Anyway, oh darn. We uh, nursed her back to health and now she is just as annoying and uh, playful as any 18-year-old cat should ever be. But this reminds me, if you're an old school player, death is something that looms pretty ominous over the head of your character as well. Hopefully not you. You in the same ways as it does me with our loved ones and ourselves. But as far as our player characters go, death looms ominous. I wonder... It is a fantasy world. Does it have to? I don't know. What I do know, today is Friday, January 9th, 2020. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sat nav man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. Hey Jason, it's Vance. Haven't checked in for a while. Uh, just listened to your last episode. Thanks for putting it out there. And uh, your thoughts at the beginning there on success. I think there's couple of things and this will be a two-parter um first of all i one thing i found when kind of reaching success or hitting a goal or something like that or an improvement is that you not only you kind of appreciate or recognize that success but you also recognize how successful you could be or could have been in you know looking back or something and that kind of unfortunately jaundices our view a little bit and i think can uh kind of uh, take away from those improvements. Um, So just second, part two coming up. (laughs) Okay, Jason, part two. Um, And then secondly, on our success, I know it's something I fight with myself is, you know, once we start getting towards those goals and and finding those moments, we, I know I tend to self-sabotage you know, my wife points out that, you know, like in a carpentry project, somehow in my subconscious, I have to make that one cut not quite right. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that holds us back and, you know, kind of allows us to sit, you know, in that comfortable, not quite perfection. So, um, but, you know, you know, as a philosopher of life as you are, you know, keep at it, keep thinking and, you know, you, you, only you can be the best you that you can be. Be well, man. Take care. 
Don't you be jaundicing my views, Vance. Just don't do it. <laughs> no, thank you so much for calling in, Vance. It feels like it has been a while since I heard from you. Um, but it reminds me that it's been a while since I was really consistently podcasting. I find that this community that's been created around Anchor Podcasts and then the Audio Dungeon Discord and then all the games that go around it, no matter what happens, it seems that there's always someone filling in next man up. So if I if Matt Jackson starts podcasting, I podcast more. If I stop podcasting, 25, 30 other people step in and bring it in. And people are listening to those and they're calling in. And it's uh it's amazing. Is that success? I don't know, man. Who am I to judge? I, uh, I look at the numbers on my show, and I don't know why. I've already decided really why I do it, but I do it anyway. And I can't help but get a little despondent or depressed at the change in them and what they once were or what they once supposedly were. But in the end, I feel people are still listening, and they must get some value out of it. And like I always say, I get value out of it. Uh, I get wonderful messages like yours and the ones to follow and the ones that came before. Um, and it's uh, it's great. It's amazing. I was listening to Tim Shorts yesterday mention how he had gotten a couple messages where crazy people were just cussing at him or something. And I'm like, that's never happened to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vance, thanks for calling in, buddy. Uh, I really think we should get into a game sometime, man. You should get into a Kalmata game. Maybe I should bite the bullet and set that up. Anyway, thanks for calling in, bud. Hey, Jason, it's Che, Roleplay Rescue. Uh, just responding to your question about you know regulating and dealing with emotions, and I learned something important. I guess you probably know this. Um, I imagine it's no surprise to anyone out there who's more self-aware than me. But I, um, I've done some reading and some thinking a lot about emotions, and I realized that, first of all, emotions are information. Um, and when it comes to guilt, which is the one you were talking about, the important thing that I learned very recently, I mean, I'm talking in the last few weeks, is that the information that guilt is communicating to me is that I'm not living in accordance with my values. And um, I found that very useful to realize. So um, I don't know if that's any use to you, but I thought I would call in just in case, you know. Anyway, man, hope you're well. Keep screeding because I love it. And game on. Che Webster from Roleplay Rescue there. Thanks for calling in, first of all, Che. Second of all, I don't feel like I'm more self-aware than you are. I don't, I don't feel like I'm self-aware at all. I feel like too often I'm just coasting, riding along, dog paddling on the surface of life, rarely dipping my head under like a duck, sometimes trying to dive deep when I realize that I've been too much treading, and then sometimes I'm just so tired. But more often than not... I do that to myself. Anyway, as far as guilt being 
uh, reflection on values. That's an interesting topic. Interesting, very much so. I've been wanting to do a D&D campaign that go around the seven sins of man and have, you know, different areas or different aspects of the campaign thematically attached to those somehow. I did it once with my Good Intentions game, but I'm just fascinated by moral dilemmas and playing to find out what happens. And sometimes, um, too often, I'm more interested in making art than fun. And I think maybe that's my problem. I don't know. I am going to consider this. Thank you very much for calling in, Che. Keep calling in, because I love it. Hey, Jason, the other Jason here. Just want to say I'm glad to hear that you've decided to keep doing your podcast and look forward to hearing your episodes and definitely podcasts about what excites you and what interests you. And, you know, that's going to come through. So let's talk about some games. Looking forward to it, my friend. Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Yes, celebrate the little successes in life, like actually getting Jason Connerly's podcast name correct. Now, I'm not going to look back and see if I was correct. I just feel like I was correct. And you know what? Perception is reality. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Jason. And this is a timely message. Uh, I did a recording last night for Hobbs and Friends, and it really was totally about gaming. You did get to meet someone that I like and one of my friends in gaming, but at the same time, I really hope that the topic is something that people will enjoy and will help their games or at least, in the end, give them something to think about as far as those games go. So, yeah, man, like Chase says, game on. Hey, Jason, it's Rich. I'm in the middle of your latest podcast, and uh, a couple things you said got me. Uh, introverts, man, we, uh, we we like to hide, and uh, it's really hard to push ourselves out there. I can't remember the last time I interacted with Audio Dungeon Discord. Um, makes me sad, right? Because I left all that behind, and it's my fault. But I need to just jump back in there and not be scared and not worry about what anybody thinks because uh, I don't think anybody thinks anything bad about me there. Um, and... Uh, you said that the closer you get, the harder it is, or the farther away it is. And man, that's because you're looking for perfection, I think, right? You've got this ideal of who you want to be, and it's perfect. And it's not about getting there. It's about the journey there, I think. And it's about striving to be a better person every day. Yeah, sometimes you slip and you're going to fall, but man, you just got to get back up and keep going. And that's, I think, why we all like your random screeds, man, because it's about you getting up and getting going. Rich Frazier from Cockatrice Nuggets. Wow, man, thank you. That uh, was a very heartfelt message. At least I felt it in my heart. And, uh, yeah, I guess so. It feels like a kind of a misnomer. Oh, it's all about the journey. But what else is it really about? If you ever achieve perfection, what's next? I don't know, man. As far as the Audio Dungeon Discord goes, abso-fucking-lutely, sir. You absolutely know that you are welcome there anytime. 
Uh, you're one of the originals and uh, a great person. And even if someone was mad at you there, who cares? It doesn't matter. We're all adults. We will get through it. I can't think of anything that you've ever done that would make anyone mad. I'm probably the worst actor there. And uh, it's because of my occasional blow-ups over stupid things. And uh, projecting on people. It's ridiculous, man. And you should not be concerned. Uh, You don't have to make excuses. You don't need to feel guilty. Like Che says, perhaps... You feel that way because it is a community that you want to be a part of. And uh, your values are asking you to continue to uphold that injection into the community. As an introvert, it's very difficult to do that. And I think it's okay. Take some breaths. Take some time away. And come back when you're ready. We'll be waiting. Getting on the saddle, man. As I mentioned previously, I've been down with the OSR Anchorites been listening to some shows. Uh, one that I absolutely have to make sure I listen to today is Chaosus Lim with Lo- Roy. That dude went through my entire back catalog. I don't even know if he's still listening. I haven't heard from him in a while, but uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, what does matter is that he's doing a podcast, and if you haven't checked it out, you should. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. There's not enough time in the day to listen to all of them. So pick and choose. See what you like. Move out west. It'll be great. Anyway, I really appreciate the call-ins. You are uh, someone who really gives uh, me warm feeling inside, even though I rarely feel like I deserve it. Thank you, sir. So, I wanted to do some updates on uh, HNF here on the screen. I am currently going around and asking the people who had their shows pulled from the back catalog if they are interested in having their shows returned to active status. And I have gotten a really great message. One of the people who had requested their show to be removed was ecstatic that I asked. He did not want to reach out to me and was very glad I reached out to him and absolutely wanted the show back in rotation. Thank you for that. It is evidence that I'm wrong in some ways when I say people don't actually react to change and they just go along in their lives. I'm having a great conversations from one of my good friends and about the status of life and what to do, right? How do we get through? Um, basically, I make mistakes. There are some people that I interview and I don't necessarily have the same beliefs as them. Uh, A long time ago, I should have iterated that disclaimer that the beliefs, opinions, and words shared by my guests on my shows uh, are not reflective of my own views, because that's true. I mean, to me, it goes without saying, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it doesn't. 
uh, by saying these people are my friends. The name of the show is Hobbs and Friends. Am I then thereby saying they are my friends? You know, maybe they are. I don't know, though, even the definition of friend and its in-person play or how it comes up. It's like on paper things say a certain things, but how are they actually in actual interaction? Regardless, I saw a pretty good meme concerning Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres? I don't even know how to say her last name. Is that bad? Anyway, she was seen with George Bush at a football game, and people couldn't believe that she would be seen with him. And she said that her message is being kind and accepting to others. They don't have to have exactly the same belief system or ideologies in order to be friends. And I think that's something we're forgetting today. And I also think that we all, I shouldn't say all, many of us go through life with our eyes closed and our minds made up. And uh, I'm accused of being wishy-washy and changing my mind about things. To me, that's a feature, not a bug. That means that I actually listen to other people when they talk about their beliefs and maybe, just maybe, something that I have been holding sacrosanct I shouldn't have because I was ignorant of something else or naive. We only know what we know and all of our lives we're learning, growing, and changing because if we aren't, we're dead or we're dying. So, I don't know. There's just a little tidbit of uh, some of the philosophy and ideology that I talk about with people through any given day. I thought I'd share that with you, but now I want to get to the gaming. Let's talk a little bit about death. So... We're playing fantasy games, folks, even if it's sci-fi or if it's a Western. I don't care if it's modern, supers. I don't care. Whatever genre we are playing, it is not the same as real life. Even in simulations, in these different genres, we can do something different in our games. And that means bringing people back from the dead. One of the greatest things that DCC did is embrace the idea of adventuring for a particular character purpose. So, let's make these things possible in our games. Let's use Lesser Key or Don Stroud's new uh, Undead book to figure out what happens when people die and what you could do in order to... um, I'm not going to say fix because even coming back from the dead is its own story. And we see it all over the place in other media and even mythology. And uh, yeah, man. So I'm going to talk a little bit about a project I'm working on that is currently entitled Last Breath. Now, I'm super struggling with it and I keep feeling like I find revelations and epiphanies to make it better. But I'm still not done with it. Um, One of the ideas behind it is adding it to the Days of High Adventure campaign, which is a multi-GM, multi-setting, multi-genre campaign from Audio Dungeon Discord, currently with 
uh, Eric Swanson, Cody Mazza, and pa, uh, Andy Shandy, Shandy Andy, and maybe Jason Connerly. So all these guys are talking about joining up, and one of my concepts was when your character actually dies, he then switches over to the city campaign. Maybe this is a secret. Maybe I'm letting a secret out. Oh, boy. That is my spoiler sound. You just had a spoiler. So think about that for a little bit. I think I think it's part of the reason I play games is because I don't know so many things in reality that in a game I can just decide what they are. And they could be different things for different people because we are talking about perceptions. Man, I am all over the place with this, but I'm hoping you understand what I'm saying. So there it is. Let's consider death in our games and maybe give answers to these great mysteries of our lives. And hopefully it can help us work through grief and life and taxes. Stay alive. Take it away, TJ.